Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> when did that? When did that start? Is it just because it's always just what I said? I just said. Remember when there was a phase where I started saying other things, and then I just I just reverted back to hi guys. You, for some reason, you got your normal thing. If you say something more than three times, you can never hear it again. <laughs> So if you really want to piss Becca off, all you got to do is tell her something three times. She gets so angry. But I don't get annoyed. Jared doesn't understand because I watch RuPaul's Drag Race every... A hundred times. But also he, at the end of every episode he says the same thing and I never get... In, and in fact, I like it. Well, it might be why you do Hi Guys. Hi Guys, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is that from RuPaul's? No, it's not. It's just what the, the YouTubers do. Oh. I don't know. The Flinces. Hmm? The Flinces. Influences. The influences being oh, shortened. Influences. Influences. Anyways, hi guys. We're in Sydney. Yes, we just finished an awesome three day workshop. Yes, it was really good. Once and again, we had a great group. Seems to be a common thing. Was it the best group ever? Sorry for everybody else who's ever done a workshop, but Beck reckons the latest group is the best group ever. I say this about Doofs, I'm like, that was the best one yet. And then another one happens, like, that was the best one yet. No, they were a really good group, which is a, a nice common thing that we're seeing now. Yeah, it was a really good group. Yeah, and we're, seeing, we're finding more and more every group has been awesome and found, yeah, it's just... It's I think it's, I definitely think it's a brand thing. I think yeah. the people are coming are coming to learn how to take their style of photography mm. easier and better. Yeah. And that's more, much more on point with what we're trying to do. Yes. Because I don't want you shooting my style. That's mine. Get your own. <laughs> selfish. <laughs> selfish. I'm so selfish. <coughs> um, yeah. So what, what we're trying to do is... Trying to give you all of my knowledge, knowledge. and um, but still put it in a way that they can apply it to very simply to their own yeah, and not worrying about rules, like understanding what some guidelines are, but they can go, no, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Rather than go, oh, I have to do this. <laughs> I love it when we see the shift in people when they realise, like, oh, I don't have to follow the rules. One of the guys said today, he goes, I could never, ever, ever have... The hair overexposed. <laughs> this picture looks so good like that. <laughs> it looks like she's in full sun, like it should look. It's... And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> it's cute. It's a horrible picture, by the way. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not drinking wine today. Just, I know. I'm. Oh, I'm actually not feeling okay. <laughs> she's been. Yeah, she's been sick. I've been, I'm drinking a Suntory One Nine Six. They're so good. I love them. Sponsored by. Sponsored by. Are you being? Are you? If you've got set up sponsorship deals behind my back, mm, mm, you sure now? Mm. Uh, looks like it. No. So how come there's another brand we have to do in the next one? We you said we'd have to do that shampoo brand on the next one. No, I didn't. That you were going to do shampooing your hair while we're on that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, on the on the workshop today, we sort of finished the workshop talking a little bit about the training of models, and mm. they all got to see. Uh, we had three models that I'd never worked with before and they all got to see I knew exactly everything about those models when it came to what photographers they liked and didn't like and the things that put them off and the things that... And it was amazing. The photographers just go, mm, you can't be lying. This is like the <laughs> fifth model in a row that has said exactly the yeah. same thing. Especially if like a few that had done all three days. Well, yesterday we had models that you'd worked with before but 
first day and today was models that you've never met before and for them for the people that came to the workshop to see like oh this is not just a fluke this is every model has said the exact, exact same, same thing. thing yeah um, and then towards the end, I was talking about how much you you need to shoot for yourself and like it, and um, not that I want people doing what I do, but stick it if you so ha like the picture so much, you stick it on a t-shirt. Mm. And I was sort of trying to explain to him, it's not like when I walk down the street, it doesn't have a big sign going, "I took this photo, please <laughs> give me praise." Yeah. But Beck knows because she gets to see it, and I know that the amount of comments I get on my T-shirts mm. by complete randoms. Yeah. And I was saying today how you know, when I'm wearing this T-shirt, quite often it's I'll get, is that Amy Winehouse? Even though Tess looks nothing like Amy yeah, Winehouse. Yeah, but I know, I get that. Well, <laughs> Beck sent me up to buy her more wine because she was too lazy to walk up herself. So I walked the, the 14 kilometres up and back to get the bottle of wine for Beck. And the guy in the store, he goes, is that Amy Winehouse? Really? <laughs> and we'd only spoken about it today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, so funny that... Yeah, that happened again. Oh, wow. So anybody who was at the workshop today <laughs> knows what I said at the end of the workshop and it actually it happened, happened an hour later. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you do, like, you do get a lot of people just, like... It's not like you run around saying, like, I took this, I do. You just wear your... You wear it's like you wear your t-shirts with your photos because you love your photos and the amount of people that would just would be walking past like that is such a cool t-shirt yeah and but that just that also that's like that most of my teachers this is about the only one that everyone's anybody sort of said and i have had mm -hmm. amy winehouse a couple of yeah. times um but it's so cool when like we get on a plane or we go somewhere that goes my god who's she mm. like that's amazing who is she which means I, they're not go if it was Angeline Jolly on my shirt, they go, oh, cool shot of Angeline Jolly. Yeah. But they're actually asking who is this person because she looks amazing. Yeah, that's well, right, yeah. And it's the fact that if I if I had a picture of Angeline Jolly, everyone would go, oh, wow, you got to shoot Angeline Jolly? Mm. Not one person said, you took a good picture. Yeah. But when they're looking at someone they don't know, it's I've obviously taken a reasonable picture for them to even comment on it. Exactly. So I like that. And it's they're things that... This is what you should be doing as a photographer, doing stuff that you love, and you'll find that there is a percentage of the world that will love it too. But you still should do only what you love because that's that's your soul. That's You understand what to do. Like I say, if you're cooking for you, you know exactly how much chilli to put in. Yes, cooking for someone else, you don't know. You don't know. So you cook to your taste mm -hmm. and then just hope there's some idiot out there that's <laughs> got a similar taste to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be people that have very different tastes yeah, and don't and like it. That's fine. That's fine. There's heaps of music bands out there I don't like at all. Yes. Emo rap. My God, who would listen to that? So good. <laughs> I love emo rap. Love it. It's that thing. If we, if everyone had exactly the same taste, imagine how boring this world would be. Know, We'd all be driving Teslas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're quite nice cars. They're boring. On the outside, they're boring. Inside, they look really nice. You just like the big screen so you can do selfies. <laughs> you want to drive down the road while doing selfies no, on the I big don't. screen? No, I don't. Sure? Yes, and I do think they're a little bit overhyped, to be honest. Don't sue me, Elon Musk, please. No, it just doesn't have a thing that sticks up in the bonnet that says, I'm this peace man. What? Your Mercedes badge that you love. Oh, I do love the Mercedes badge. That's why I want a Mercedes. I've never driven one. But I want a Mercedes because I like the badge. 
that. It's a nice badge. It's a nice badge. It is. It looks I've never nice. driven one. No, I've never driven one. <laughs> but you want to have one yeah. without ever driving one. Yep. So what happens if they're the worst car in the world to drive? Well, obviously I'm going to test drive it first, but I like it because it's the badge. I the like badge. the badge. Jared thinks I'm stupid. He reckons they just look like a Commodore. And I'm like, but you drive a Commodore. Why do you drive a Commodore? Because you like it. Because it looks like a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Commodores do not, Mercedes do not look like Commodores. Wait, what? That's what he was saying. The Mercedes looks like Commodores. I was like, no, they don't. No, they don't. They look like the common whores. There's definitely no common whore. <laughs> anyway, there's no such thing as commodores anymore. They're deceased. They're Hasselblad. Uh, no, sorry, didn't say that. La 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 la. <laughs> oh, you're a fiery oh, bitch today. Oh my god. Yesterday you were you were so sassy yesterday. To me, at least. To you. you well, was, that's normal, isn't it? No, you were like extra sassy today. But it was, everyone was in stitches, so it was fine. Peter's just hanging mad shit on me as he does. And I was um, moduling. You would be, and you, t- you told everyone at the workshop there was a competition going. Who can <laughs> take the ugliest photo of Peck? <laughs> I won it. I didn't tell them what they were going to win a like a camera. And then I went and took the ugliest picture. I won. <laughs> so I've got to win another camera now. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, but even today, as you said, most of the models are pretty shocked the way I talk and talk with models. And they're sort of thinking... Photographers are shocked the way they talk. Yeah. That's enough. You said models are shocked. Oh. Photographers are shocked the way you Three days of workshops. Three days of listening to your own voice. Listening to my own voice, yes. (laughs) And now I'm talking again. At least I'm (laughs) sitting. My ankles got very sore yesterday, but they're, they're pretty good today. Should we get you an ankle brace next time? No, maybe a walking frame. <laughs> <laughs> With a seat so I can flip it around and sit on my little seat. That could be really cool. Can we arrange that? A little we walking can. frame with wheels and a seat. It'd be hilarious, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this is the old man. The old man. Hey, you spend play. three quarters of the day sitting on your butt. Yeah, I know. I'm old. <laughs> Middle-aged. Middle-aged. But anyway, um, I was talking when Beck made the comment that sort of after the workshop finished that the guys were sort of going, Why, how could Peter get away with saying that? And yeah. the models aren't even upset. Yeah. Because what they don't realise is the best way to put off a model is look at her in the eyes and go, oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Because they know they're going to get the worst photos in the world yeah. because you are so hung up about her looks. You're not going to worry about lighting, composition. You're not, it doesn't matter what. She can sneeze and you're going to love the photo. Yes. Whereas they learn very quickly, oh, that's ugly-like. Oh, I can't shoot you there. It makes you look ugly. And I use words like that. And the models never go, don't say that. They say, please say that <laughs> because then I know you won't take an ugly picture. Well, it's like even today you were talking about um, you had a model in... I think someone else, you're doing the thing that I love when you do where you... The thing that I do. <laughs> is it this is like this? <laughs> when you tell people, go off and find lighting. Like I've already taught, I've taught oh, you yeah. everything. Go and find it. And then they, so they do. And then you walk around and you're like, I would never take that photo. And they just ignore you because they aren't listening. They're too busy in their zone. The model is stuff. too pretty. They're zeroed in on the model, ignoring me saying... I would never take this photo. And I would you, never, ever, ever take waste my time and take this photo. And you would take, and you said that, and someone was like, "Okay, why? Why wouldn't you take this photo?" And you're like, "Because look at this light. This lighting is giving her horrible bags under her eyes." And the model heard that. She's like, "What?" It, 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 she was like, "No, like, don't shoot!" <laughs> why? 
<laughs> and you're like, okay, just take a few steps, just a few steps. Yeah, bags are fixed. Whereas what, if you're not looking at things like that, if you're just like, oh, my God, this is a really pretty girl, you're going to ignore all these things. And it's like I get nervous if I've got bad skin and no one, like, no one mentioned, like, I don't know, like, it's when you point out, you're like, I know you've got a cyclops on your forehead. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, oh. and the fact that you know I saw it, you know that I'm either going to like it so you can't see it or I'm going to remove it in Photoshop or I'm just going to crop, crop your head out of the picture and <laughs> zoom in on your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> So things like that, I don't mind. I'm like, I don't mind if you're like, oh, that's ugly lighting. I would prefer it to be you know, realize yeah, that. Yeah, he can see it. Yes. It's like when when you're out somewhere and you say, oh, you got a bit of spinach in your tooth. Oh, yes. Like sometimes the people look at, how dare you tell me this? Oh, I'll let you talk yeah. for the rest of the day with this big chunk of green. <laughs> but I love it when someone I tells love it me when that. Someone tells me that. What's that even? I don't eat spinach. I just don't know how it ends up there. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> Thankfully, someone today did notice I had some something or other stuck to my pants near my nether regions. And why were they looking there? I don't know, oh, but I'm glad what? they oh. noticed it because it was a. The, these. What? I'm going to have to do this live. Everybody's going to hear. Oh, these pants aren't the best for your bottom. <laughs> I don't have a bottom. No, but they've sort of started to. F- shrivel and there's white little patches. It looks like you've got like epoxy bottom. <laughs> <laughs> They're sort of white little lumpy fluffy bits that hang off. Oh, okay. But uh, uh, maybe I'll retire these pants. Or get some nugget or get a texture and colour the white dots <laughs> back in. <laughs> I know you've worn them once before and I meant to tell you, you like you can't see it now because you have to put your head between your legs and try and see you. Your bum. You might see it in the mirror, okay. but it's sort of like this patch of like white dots, and you can't help it when you're walking in front. All you do is go straight to your bum. And go, what is that? Is she satin chewing gum or what? Oh, oh. Well, I don't have a bottom anyways. I might if I get some personal training. I thought you want to lose weight, not put weight on. It's not putting. No, that's toning. So no, you want to put. You want your bottom to be bigger. It can um, un- can't get bigger and lighter at the same time. No, I'd rather, no, I, I just want to, I don't, I want my stomach to get smaller. That's got nothing to do with bottom. Yeah, I know, but to my bottom I could do squats and I could have a little peach. A peach, but that's going to put weight on. No, it's not weight, it is muscles. And muscles heavier than flats. I know, but I don't, I don't have, I don't know what how much I weigh, I don't weigh myself. I just want to look in the mirror and be happy. Never happens. <laughs> Unless your, ha- will, uh, your, the, well, your, your mirror has face tune, because then you can put your fingers out in the mirror and go, nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. Or if I just go through some personal training. One day of personal training between now and Europe, I don't think anybody's going to see the difference. No, I was going to do... Except your wallet. I was going to do... the only thing that's going to get skinnier I was is your wallet's going to get a little bit skinnier. I was going to do a session a week and then do two home workouts a week, so three workouts a week. So you join the army, army again as a gunner, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's my plan. Three workouts, three workouts a week. Surely I'll tone up. At the moment, I'm doing nothing. What? Well, you can't drink wine before a workout. I won't. So when are you going to do your workout? In the morning. So you're going to go to the gym in the morning. So you're no, going to get I'm going to up, up before. To work out at home. What time in the morning? Like. It's not going to happen. <laughs> this, this is a person that keeps hitting snooze until the snooze button breaks. 
No, I need I heard to... your snoozing this morning. Yeah, but I'm sick. I have a bug. You have a bug. <laughs> I think the bug is like exiting though. It just exited. Oh, it's like a runny bug. No, I... Oh, it's really... Some really good footage. It'll be on TV. It'll be on <laughs> YouTube soon. So we finished up in Sun Studios and Beck has gone out and chucked out in front of the front of Sun Studios, right where all the security cameras are. So it's this amazing, amazing skinny person putting her fingers down her throat to bring it up so she can look skinny because she won't get up in the morning to do training. Anyway, I'm joking. She doesn't do that. She uses a toothbrush, not her fingers. <laughs> you borrowed... Oh, no, that was my toothpaste you borrowed. Is yeah. that to get rid of the spew taste out of your mouth after you use your toothbrush? <laughs> oh, my God, no, we... So I was, I was fine and... I was, like, just before the workshop ended yesterday, I was like, oh, I don't feel very good. I was really worried because I was like... We got to the front, right the front step. It was raining, so we were undercover, and we ring the Uber, and Beck's sitting there going, cough, cough. And I thought, not here, Beck, not right here. So I walked over. I walked over and did it in on on this little <laughs> lizard that was sitting there, some or water baking. But no, I was, I was worried because people were shooting the last setup of me, and I started to feel a bit queasy in the stomach, and I was like... Oh, they oh. might have beaten me for the worst picture of Beck. You could have had it. I was like, this isn't good. <laughs> Thankfully, we finished, but I was like packing up and I was like, oh, this is not good. And then we went out the front and I coughed a little. And then I think because I was coughing, the coughing like, what? And oh, I was like, sure, I'll go inside. And I just walked across to because I didn't want to not make it and like vomit all over Sun Street. So I just went to the, the little. cleaner was there. She could have mopped up oh. behind you. <laughs> so I just walked across and went in the little. Nature area. A nature area. Killed all the nature life. Just a little, <laughs> little chuckies. <laughs> <laughs> and came home and was laid down and was like, oh, no, do I have to go hug the toilet bowl? <laughs> but I just laid down and then I slept and... Then we went out and ate. I hardly ate. I had bland food. I was like, I just want the most basic pizza. <laughs> Um, I didn't get the most basic piece and it's still bland. <laughs> We're going to have to do the podcast of us cooking. We will. Because I think my pizza leaves that pizza for dead. Yeah, I agree. And we teach people how to make my pizza. We just got to try. I'm going to have to do three days' work, though. That's fine. Because I have to do the dough for each stages for the three days and then remake each stage because I can't, the podcast can't go for three days. We don't have enough batteries. No. That's fine. You can do that. Do I have to do the sauce as well? Do I have to start that off from scratch? No. No. We, just, we, we just give people the recipe yeah. of the sauce. Yeah. It's easy or enough. send people to where I stole it from. Yeah. That's easy enough. Unless you're me when I tried to make it at home and I burnt the um, Oh, that's right. You had your oregano. Yeah, you can't and put... I burnt it. You burnt it. That would have tasted horrible. Yeah, me. it was really yeah, bad. No. And it was so annoying though because I obviously didn't know until I had like done everything... And put it on the pizza? No, and like, because oh. like, I tried the sauce to see what I was going to say, like, you should never bottle your sauce until you've least no, no, no. tasted it. You should need yeah. to put salt and sharpening to taste. Yeah, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course, but I, well, because I'd already smelt burnt, and then I was like, well, maybe it's okay. And then I kept going, and I wasted all those tomatoes and everything, and then I tried at the end, and I was like, oh. Were they the expensive tomatoes, the San Monzano? I just got them from Woolies. Oh, so you didn't steal one of my tins? No. I can't buy them anymore. 
really? The Pellegrinos, mm. I think they bought a semi-trailer load and just sold them over oh. the years and now, mm, no, it took us 15 <laughs> years to sell them the last batch. I thought, how old are my tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> they are good, those San, what are San, Salmon, San Manella? No, that's a disease. Salmon, it says, Sorry? They're from America. They're from Italia. It's They're Italy. from Italia. Italia. Is that like Canada? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see we've done three days of hard work. Oh my god. Um, what was I about to say? I don't know. Italia. Oh, I was going to say. Claire was telling me one of my mates. She Nobody was, knows who Claire is. One of my friends. So Claire's a little bull terrier. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. So Claire's about this big, <laughs> and she sits and goes. Right? Is that Claire? <laughs> I love it. She's this tiny petite. Does she little... listen to our cast? No. Oh. She's tiny. She's I was like... hoping to get you in trouble. No, no. Claire's like, she's so small and petite and so cute, this blonde hair, and like, she's just adorable. But you get her fired up about something and she will bite your head off. She's that little thing that can't reach to bite your head off, so it'll grab your <laughs> ankle and try and kill you from the ankle. I love, I love it though. Like, she. Ooh, and I'm really glad that we're friends because I do not want to be on the wrong side of Claire. <laughs> Planet Claire. Oh, God. Um, oh, no, she was telling me that apparently the apple uh, apples that we get from Woolies are, like, four months old. Yes, cold storage. They're, like... Lots of our, fr lots of our fruit and that's cold storage. I'm not sure, and I think it was longer than that. I think the reason that she gets... One apple is because it's the less old. Some of them are like a year old already. One apple. So if you go and buy one, it's only a week old. But if you buy two, they're 10 years old. No, I mean, she buys one, like a certain type. Like I think it might be pink ladies because they're like the freshest. Like I think they're only a couple of months <clears throat> old, whereas like right. other ones like a year So old. how much do you know about fruit? I'm not talking about your fruit. I'm talking about fruit in general. What do you mean my fruit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, they're NFTs. Um, <laughs> Um, I know that I, I like to eat it in the summertime and All right, so mangoes are my favourite. Have you ever grown any fruit? No. No. I couldn't you even grow for, my you paid fruit. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, fruit is a little bit like nature. There's a thing called spring. Yeah. And most animals do fornicate stuff towards end of winter so they can give birth to spring when there's lots of nutrients to feed their babies. Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, is that why so, babies are always born in the spring? Because then, ah, oh, that makes sense. I didn't know why. Adam... Haven't you watched any cartoons? A stork? The stork comes in spring. The stork <laughs> never flies with babies in, it only comes in spring. Yeah, I didn't know why animals gave well, babies Well, not all. In... There's a few animals, like the budgies in my house. They will root any time. <laughs> But the budgies in real life will only turn. <laughs> One of the budgies tried to bore a hole in a coconut to make a nest. That's what Randy Budgie was. Anyway, um, so with fruit, I think I'm right. Nobody's going to kill me. I am sort of a horticulturalist. Most fruits only fruit one time a year. It's like your bat flowers only flower. Well, my piece lily, well, my bat flower's dead. I need a new one. Do you kill it? Accidentally. Accidentally didn't care for it. Oh, it was my favourite plant. So how'd it die? I didn't water it. <laughs> P.S. Anybody who has plants, there is no such thing as an indoor plants. Because there was nowhere indoors plants for them to grow. 
Because they not? wouldn't get watered. Yeah. But in nature, how are they going to get watered in a cave? There's yeah. air plants. Yeah, but they get watered by the rain. Mm. They hang out of trees oh. in very humid areas where it doesn't even need to rain. You just need a bird to fly over and sweat on them. You just reminded me. I should really ask. I should really after we finish this. I should really call Jared and make sure my plants are okay. You've already killed them all. It doesn't matter. Anyway, back on to the workings of the world. So apples, trees, fruit once a year. They flower once a year. They drop all their leaves once a year. Oh. So when your apples, so do you know what the fruit is created by? We're going to do a birds and bees. You, your dad never sat down and did birds and bees with you, did he? Do the bees have sex with the plant? No. Isn't that like how things get pollinated? No, the bees have sex with that. Well, if a male bee manages to reach the queen bee, it's the only one it can have sex with. It has to be flying really, really. I heard, I've learnt this the other day. <laughs> the bees that can fly the highest get to get laid once in their life and then they die. She grabs their scrotum and rips it out of their body <laughs> and they die. And then they fall 100,000 feet to their death. Don't come back as a bee. <laughs> No, isn't that like how things get pollinated? It's pollinated, from... all right. So what? Isn't that bees the bee having is sex flying. With the plant? No, it's not having sex with the plant. <laughs> the bee is going to one plant, picking up some what do we call jisms, yeah, and flying to another plant and accidentally leaving some. Right. So the bees because are plants are both plant. males and females. Right. Okay. All right. Well, some plants aren't marijuana plants. Are, are you know what they are? Yeah, no, I know that the female female marijuana plants are the ones that give you the buds. Yeah. I know that. And the male ones are the ones who want to go up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bud. Um, so, back, so, quick and let's really... <laughs> strawberries are grown once a year, apples are grown once a year. Their fruiting season might be one month. Oh. So you buy them outside of that month. It's either going to come from another country that is going through that fruiting time or Mm -hmm. they grab the fuckers, freeze the crap out of them, put them in, and then they bring them out and let them finish ripening by sticking a rotten banana next to them, which will speed. Never put bananas in your fruit bowl. It'll make everything else go off. Really? Yeah. The gas that comes off bananas is what they use to ripen fruit. Would you look at me go... (laughs) I most likely just spoke a heap of crap. Everyone's going <laughs> to... No, but that's why. And this is why I'd rather go to places like Pellegrino's mm-hmm. or individual little fruit and veggie places. And predominantly, like, if you want to buy grapes out of season off them, it's $300 a kilo. Yeah, because they've had to fly them in from Rio de Janeiro on a Learjet. But you just say, well, I'm not going to buy grapes out of season off. Look at this, asparagus is in season. I'll sit there and eat asparagus instead of grapes. I bought really expensive grapes the other day. I nearly did. I nearly got conned. It was so expensive. Pellegrinos have a trick. If it's really expensive, they don't put a price on it. <laughs> I'm serious. A bunch of grapes was going to cost me $30. Oh, yeah. And I said, where's the price? Oh, yeah, we forgot to put the price out. you got oh. price on everything here except for the thing that's except ridiculously expensive. <laughs> Jeez, I don't think mine were that. They were pretty pricey. I nearly bought them. But then he has a thing like whole box of bananas for four dollars. He had that the other day. It would have been forty bananas in there for four dollars a box. Hmm. Because he doesn't want to throw them in the rubbish bin. So, 
So Shri just buys them and puts them in the freezer, freezer for banana and cake and never makes it. And then <laughs> I have to make 20 banana cakes to use it all up so I can put alcohol back in the freezer. I remember that. That was funny, your little banana cake. I still like my banana cake. Yeah. You went I should down. make some more, shouldn't you should, I? You should. I might, in the one day, this is how stupidly fanatic I am. I sat on YouTube one night and I found f five recipes for banana cake. And then I analysed them and cut them down to my three. So the next day I made those three, I cooked them all, I tried them all and said, that's the one. <laughs> and that became my banana cake. Is that the one with the chocolates? Yeah, it's, it's like a banana chocolate, um, what's it called, marble cake. Mm. So you do it so it marbles, you get some banana chocolate and some just banana cinnamon. I like banana cinnamon walnut, that's my fave. Yeah, well, I do put nuts in, but I found that I like walnuts, but I found I used a different nut and I like it better. I can't remember what nut. Almond? Almond nuts, yeah. Cut, chopped up, just chopped in half almond nuts. I like that better than walnuts. I like walnuts. I like walnuts, fresh walnuts raw. I like I don't um, like them cooked. It's, um, I'm like you and your tomatoes. Yeah, I don't like cooked tomatoes. Yes, I love cooked tomato. No. So I don't like cooked tomato. What's your favourite food in the world? Pizza mm -hmm. with cooked tomato on it. No. What do you think the paste is? Tomato. Sauce, it's not sauce. So proper Italian tomato paste is a can of Monzano tomatoes. Blend it with a bit of olive oil and a bit of salt. It's tomato. And then but, stick it in the oven and cook it. No, because it's like turned into a, like a so sauce. So it's changed with purified. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. Cool. I'm going to try this difference. So I'm going to purify some snails and some raw oysters together and we'll see if that changed. All right. <laughs> no, no you, probably. You wouldn't. I mean, I'd probably try. In fact, you most likely would because it's the texture you don't like. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to purify oyster. That's going to look disgusting. <laughs> it's going to look like what you brought up in front of Sun Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I saw it. I just saw the haze coming out of the bushes and the trees dropping out of the tree. The birds dropping out of the trees. <laughs> I can't believe I jumped on that. And she hadn't even been drinking, so we can't, you can't go there. She, in fact, that's why. You hadn't drinking. It was, it was five o'clock at night and you still hadn't had a sink. That's what it was. Your stomach lining was falling off because it had nothing to hold it in place. And we were saying, we were like, I was like, it must be a stomach bug because I wasn't even, it wasn't a hangover because I'd only had a bottle of wine the night before. I only had a bottle of wine the night before. <laughs> If I I'd had on, like three bottles, then understandable. But I was on, how come you didn't have a hangover? <coughs> I was on the edge of one. And I don't get hangovers, but. Mm. Although I did. Oh, fine. I didn't think I drink, drank any heavier. And you only drank a bottle of scotch. Southern. Southern. Scotch. Similar. Yeah, no, I was not hungover. But that was a whole day's work. <laughs> <laughs> I was not hungover. So. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. Anyways. Welcome to a photography show. <laughs> <laughs> we never said that. What? That this was about photography. No, we didn't. It's just like Friday we just, It's about throwing up out the front of photography <laughs> studios. Because <laughs> you have a stomach bug. <laughs> Blame the bug. It was a bug. It was a, that's what it was. You ate an apple that didn't go into cold storage <laughs> and the bugs were still alive and they made you sick. Probably. Probably. Might have, it might have been the dinner the night before. No, I don't. I can't. What was, I, I, I don't think that dinner was that good anymore. It wasn't that good anymore. In fact, it's really hard to find good food, isn't it? So difficult. 
You're blaming me now for this, aren't you? <laughs> no. Yes, you are. I'm blaming me for this. Oh, it's just... I can't even order a steak anymore. I seriously cannot go to a restaurant and order a steak. Mm. And I, even, I even said it to the lady at the restaurant. I said, yeah, your Wagyu steak looks amazing at $130, but if I'm going to cook a Wagyu, I normally buy my steak, that piece of steak I'm going to do for something special once a year, will be $160 without you marking up. So mm. this is not really Wagyu, it's goo steak. <laughs> it's too cheap to be Wagyu, it's only goo. Anyway, I'm not a snob, but just I'm one of these people like that it. I'd rather eat baked beans on toast for two weeks and then have one really good steak than eat a mediocre steak every day. Yeah. That's I love baked too. beans on toast. <laughs> No, but that, that's why I, was, I, I if I'm going to go to a restaurant, I want to be blown away by the food. And I'm just finding it harder and harder these days to go to a restaurant that I don't end up mm. with food poisoning. <laughs> or I, I walk away thinking, I just got ripped off. I might as well have taken an Uber. Like our Uber charge the other day. <laughs> three and a half minutes. Our it was three and a half minutes. On the bill it says we travelled 1.8 k's, three and a half minutes, $22. Really? Yes. And you go, oh, we're in peak. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You oh. said we must have been in peak. We didn't even get food. So back in the old days at Uber, you'd get in there, there'd be nice water, you'd have some minties, the guy would give you a back massage. <laughs> Offer to charge your phone. Oh, charge your phone. Now yeah. stick a mask on. No, no don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, I was talking. I was oh, talking to Jared about this because we. Jared. I'm just staring. Because um, we've just finished booking all of our accommodation for Europe and shit, and um, I put on my close friend story about how ridiculously expensive. Of, accommodation is in Switzerland, but I knew that. But what I wasn't expecting was accommodation in Croatia to be super expensive. And Bloom replied to me and was like, what? Like, where are you staying? Because we stayed in Split in an amazing Airbnb and it was so cheap. And I was like, uh, we're staying in Split at Backpackers and it was over our budget. And they were like, oh, obviously things have changed. So and then Jared's like, well, why haven't we been looking at Airbnbs? Why are we only sticking to hotels? Oh, because I cancelled them because she keeps <laughs> booking me into housing commission, government housing. Oh, but then to prove why, so we still have, we need to book our Barcelona accommodation. So I went on to Airbnb and I went to the Gothic Quarter because that's where I want to stay and put in our dates and there was one place available that you had the entire room to your, entire place to yourself and it was $1,200 for three nights. Compared to? Well, I haven't looked at hotels, but oh. I'm sure there'll be a hotel. Well, I think we, we stayed in that service apartment two times ago. Mm -hmm. The one that you slept in, and I was standing out the front waiting to go to the airport, and you're still sound asleep, snoozing, not okay. answering your phone. Yeah, that yes, one. The that orange one. one. The orange one. Yeah. And that was a beautiful apartment. Yeah, right near the Sagrada Familia. Yeah. And that was real, like, reasonable. This is what I mean. Like, it's Airbnb is like, and there's one available, and it's like, like, 1200 bucks for three nights. That's like, what, $400 a night? Is it? Yeah. Four by three. It's 12. Yeah. So $400 a night. Beck was doing maths today. That was <laughs> so funny. I wish I recorded it. But anyway, keep going. Anyway, like, $400 a night for me to have, like, 
clean up after myself and have wet towels. Clean up I, after yourself. I'll stay at home. <laughs> Did you chuck it? <laughs> Is this, you need to find. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. You have wet towels and you've got to clean up and then they still charge you a cleaning fee. But if you don't clean up after yourself, then you, they leave you a shit review saying, oh, they were messy. It's like, well, then what are you charging me a cleaning fee for? And the cleaning fee You should have left your undies hanging on the couch. <laughs> My God, no, we should have to deal with that. I didn't. I just I just think Airbnb... Or is it your rotten socks? Or is it... No, I just think Airbnb have gotten way too ridiculous. It's actually... Well, so Airbnb and Uber. Yeah. They're supposed to be the cheap alternative for shit taxis and shit hotels. Yes. Now they're expensive alternative to give you Crap. a shitter experience by yes. paying more. Exactly. Well, that's why after our Europe trip last year, I banned you from booking a baby. I know. So that's because why I I, before my previous assistant worked with me, I never ever went to an Airbnb. Mm. And then once I thought about it, some of most of the places I stayed, I wasn't a hundred percent happy with where I was staying. Mm. Either. Showers. We. I had to use my go, uh, gobo. <laughs> that was, my, that was last year. Joby, Joby friggin' yeah, tripod and anal. Yeah, Bex anal beads <laughs> and gaffer tape. We did and that last year. Gaffer taped up, so we had actually a shower. Yeah. So that, you was, could, that was last year in Paris. We went into the bathroom and the shower head was broken, and you had to like hold it. So. What? So I meant to stand there and have a shower and hold the thing on. The, how am I going to wash my hair? You like, ask your partner to come in and wash your hair. I'm not with my partner at that time. Well, I was... put him on a plane. <laughs> I'm anyway, not washing your hair. I'm not, I wouldn't ask you to wash my hair. That's weird. I would have said no anyway. No, I wouldn't ask you. It's odd. The stuff that lives in there. My it's God. It's nice and clean for once, actually. Oh, I cleaned it the other night. It hasn't been to a door for a day. No, it hasn't. Um, but, yeah, no, I've just found it's gone terribly downhill. No, I agree. But there's a few places. But even we we did have a beautiful place in LA. LA but, was amazing. But Mister, I need to chat with you every five seconds. No, who lived it. out the back? Yeah, I know. But every now and then it was a little bit. Let's pretend we're not home. Let's sneak in the front door so he doesn't know we're here. What if he listens to this? Hi. <laughs> no, he he was lovely, and he did say to us if we felt like he was encroaching on our space yeah, we just to tell him. him. Yeah. Did you? because I didn't feel he was. Oh, not once? No. Remember we tried to do the podcast out there and three times you had to say, oh, that's right, you're recording. No, we only did it once. It wasn't three times. I've told you a million times not to exaggerate. It was more than once. <laughs> because he said, oh, sorry again. No, I don't. I yeah. Think oh, okay. And I didn't, it was a bit, I found it creepy with his pretty boys that would come and do the weeding at 10 o'clock at night. Obviously, that's what he likes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't judge people. Oh, was it? it was just weird. I've never seen gardeners come and turn up and do it topless at 10 o'clock at it's night. LA. It's LA. And then he had another person ironing his clothes topless. Yeah, but it's because it's hot. It's LA. It's hot. It's humid. But he didn't let me film it. <laughs> no, he was, it was a lovely host, but it's still out of... We've never had a bad Airbnb in LA. No. I've had one on the edge, but I wouldn't have complained. It was just very, very plain. Yeah, but we've never the fridge had... didn't work quite properly. This little, little it was just thing. on the, but yeah, I, it was, there was no black mold. There was no <laughs> drug addicts at the front door trying to break in. <laughs> There's no paint peeling off no the walls. No paint peeling off the walls. No the lights, lights hold up like coat, coat hangers. And the very, very, very comfortable dining room. Oh, so comfortable and modern. Comfortable I loved modern. me and Tess uh, having afternoon drinks on the balcony. 
that was the uh, it's entrance. It's not a balcony, it's called a rapony. <laughs> <laughs> Stand out there and drink at night and see how long you're going to last. Oh, yeah, that place was a nightmare. But, yeah, anyway, nothing yeah. against Airbnb, but... No, I think I have a lot against Airbnb. They should... Like, the fact that that place is still listed, that is bad. That's real bad, and if you go to her, you, see, you won't see a bad review on that place because every time someone does, she, she pulls... No, not deletes a review, deletes the listing. the listing, then puts a new listing up with no reviews and gets one of her friends to stay one night and put one good review. Yeah. But if you go to her profile, you can see all of these... All these reviews, but you can't see, see the property yeah, of what they want. been deleted. But you just you have to tell. read the reviews. They're all talking about the coat hangers. Yeah, and the paint peeling and off the paint walls. Peeling and black mould. And black mould. And there'd be no kitchen utensils. But nobody spoke about the vomit that was under the toilet seat. Your vomit. My vomit, yeah. Because I guarantee they never cleaned it. It's Gross. most likely grown. It's going to be this... That's just where I got food poisoning. I know, I remember. Remember it was both ends? I, I was remember tr- you that, telling no, that me. Was, yeah, I had, there was one, that good thing about it, you could sit on the toilet <laughs> and you could lean into the bath. So you could do both ends at once. <laughs> gross. It was gross. I couldn't yeah. believe I didn't wake you and Tess up. Yeah, I know. That's why the next one you're like, oh, did I wake? And we were like, what? No. I would say like an hour and it was full of blah! Ew. Okay, we don't need a reenactment, thank you. We just talking about it's enough. We well, can... I had to put up with you doing it. You can get a little bit of your own back. <laughs> you didn't even know I was joking. Next time I'm going to wake you up so you can know. Please don't. Please don't. She didn't hear me in Chicago. No. And I felt really loud there because that the black, black octopus worm. worms just would not come out. <gasps> pasta, no. you cannot throw homemade pasta up. It's impossible. You end up having to do this and pulling it and eventually the whole thing comes out. Anyway. The duffa was out over. everybody who's eating breakfast at the moment. You're welcome. And the duffa was out over New Year's. I was a bit, I think I drank too much and I was a bit Chuck E. Cheese. And it turns out falafel isn't very fun. It's very dry to come up. Even don't if, know. Never done falafel. <laughs> yeah, falafel wasn't a good one. It was, yeah, no. I had pineapple juice on it. That's something different. <laughs> 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 Hi, see? See the reaction? I didn't have to go any further. Um, I know about that. Orange juice okay. is really bad to throw up. Mm. So people who drink sort of vodka and orange, yeah. if they get really drunk, the acid burn oh. is supposed to be horrendous. I don't know. I've never done it. I did have an, an old girlfriend who threw up in the mouth and it was pretty yeah. horrible. It was very acidy. You know what's also is really bad is orange juice after you brush your teeth. Wh- who would do this? No, like I've done it by accident. Like I've brushed my teeth and it's still like minty. Like you can't. And then you have all oh, like the taste of like the toothpaste and the orange juice. Uh, it tastes like vomit. And so is um, V energy drinks, which are an Australian energy drink. I don't believe I get them. Like I don't think so. It's the best. I freaking love V's. Don't brush your teeth and have a V though. Best thing in the world. <laughs> this thing called a cement mixer. You don't know what this is, do you? What is it? Right, I did this to Len, funniest nightmare. And Len was, I would never give my underage son alcohol, but my <laughs> underage son, I think it was, well, my kids were grown up. If if Nikki said to me at the age of one, Daddy, I would like a beer. Oh, she couldn't talk, so she never did. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, and there was no time they weren't allowed to participate in drugs and alcohol. No, <laughs> just in alcohol. In a way, of, if Len said, can I have a beer, you'd pour him a little beer. My parents said the same with me. Yeah, and Nikki 
Well, her fear of throwing up meant she never, we never got drunk ever because her biggest fear in the world was throwing up. So yeah, she was safe. Len went a little bit stupid for a while, but he was just binging and then not drinking for a month and binging and not drinking for a month. But I was just hanging out with his mates. But when he was a bit younger, I think it was about 15 or 16, it was New Year's Eve. Oh, you have told me about this. The well, I actually got straight, my wife, really drunk. <laughs> and my daughter, Nikki, is was horrified when my wife was in the bathroom throwing up. She was <laughs> like, Dad, what have you done? You're killing Mum. <laughs> no, but she just went silly. She was doing shots and everything and she didn't pace herself right. I saw that happen in Bali. She got a bit oh, yes. silly. <laughs> she, she doesn't drink a lot. But when she, when does. she does, it's not good. <laughs> she was finishing she, out. Yeah, I know. She gets a bit excited and then realises, oops, I don't really drink. Like, she loves a nice glass of red and she'll have a scotch and dry. That's about, yeah. you'll never see her drink a BR. No, but she and was. she doesn't drink anything straight. She'll do an odd shot. She was just mixing to show all off. kinds of cocktails. And anyway, so get back on it. This is the best thing to do to someone. So you get a little shot glass and you put in some Bailey's Irish cream. Mm -hmm. or something like one of those Irish creamy type things. Then you've got to get lemon, lemon, what are you going to get? Lime, I was trying to say lemon and lime in the same way. Lime or lemon cordial. Limon. Limon. And just carefully pour it in so it ends up being a 50-50 shot. And you should have this sort of the green and you have the brown and they sit separated in the glass. And the reason it's called a cement mixer, you put them in your mouth and you're supposed to go in your mouth. It curdles in your mouth and becomes this big lump that you cannot swallow and it tastes like vomit. What? It is the funniest thing in the world because people don't, they can't spit it out, they can't swallow. It is so funny to do. It's that's, a thing. It's horrible. I never grew up. I know. We did it to Len. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we went to next level. What? Well, after he, he, he learned his thing, Dad, I just want to have a drink when you see with you. And because I had five or six of my friends around. No worries. So we're just doing, what are you doing? So we're just doing shots. You gave him chartreuse. We gave him a chartreuse shot. It was better than giving somebody wasabi straight. <laughs> yeah, because Len thinks pepper is spicy. He, yeah, Len, my son thinks pepper is spicy. He's never done a chartreuse shot again in his life. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> but anyway, Plus I'm a horrible parent. I'm glad you're not my dad. Well, well, went... No, I was, my kids could experience life supervised by me, which is not a very good supervisor. But the, no, yeah, I'm a very good supervisor. My kids never died. <laughs> they never went to hospital under my care. That's true. I nearly drowned my son once, but... No, he, I wasn't there. He was in another part of the river <laughs> <laughs> that I wasn't with him at. Didn't he, he eat his own poo as well? Yeah, but Nikki used to eat, um, with, there's a thing called leopard slugs in Australia. They're about, oh, let's go. So for you Americans, they're about five inches long and around about 250 mil. They're nice big things and they've got like a leopard stripe up them. And the leopard slugs actually eat other slugs and snails. That's what they do. Oh, God. They're, 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 cannibals. Yeah, cannibals. My daughter at the age of three, around about two to three, I'd be out in the garden and we'd just take, kids would come out, 
being in, in the garden while I was like weeding or doing stuff and stuff. And because I live in the forest, it's very bushy. Yes. And to walk out and she go, um, do you know what Nikki's doing? I said, well, she found some slugs again, has she? And she'll be there and that silver slime you get off slugs, her face is just shiny. And it's like she's eating, it's like this, it's all, she loved slugs. That's so disgusting. Saved us a fortune. <laughs> we didn't have to put snail pellets out. We could just feed her slugs. We just put Nikki outside. We just put Nikki outside. No, oh Nikki's devastated where we tell her. That never happened. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yes, it we did. We just told everyone that this is this. Mm, yeah, so if you ever meet my no- my daughter ever, just say, oh, you're a slug girl. <laughs> She, I hope she never listens to my podcast. She most likely does. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> That's two funnies. That's two funnies. Well, surely, so what did your sister, uh, in fact, no, you can't t- talk about what your sisters did to you. I know the story. No, we're not going to go okay. there. So what did you do to your sisters? That's a safer way to go. What did I do to my sisters? I, I think they, they Nothing? Were, they were like... 15 and 13. What did you do to your brother then? I don't have one. I know. What did you do to him? (laughs) (laughs) I ate him in the womb. (laughs) I ate him in the womb. I always wanted a brother. I always wanted a twin. Until you ate him in the womb. So the sharks do that, don't they? I don't know. I think sharks eat other things in the womb before they're born. I wanted, I really, I always wished I was a twin, but I wish I had a twin brother. Always wish that. Did you want to be an identical twin with a brother? <laughs> <laughs> Always wished I had a twin brother, but I also just really wanted a, a brother. Why? I don't know, I just did. To play cards with? Play video games with and stuff and just also have, I don't know. But you oh. wouldn't have known about video games when you were born. No, when I was like a kid growing up. You said up. always. When I was a kid growing up, I wished I had a brother. My two best mates growing up were dudes and they lived like across the road and then actually behind me in the compound in Saudi dudes. Saudi Arabia. I thought your best friend was a, a not a dude. In Saudi Arabia my two best friends were dudes. What was the girl you met up with? Missy. Missy? Yeah no she. I, She's a oh she became a she. No Missy I only lived with Missy for like a year or oh, two. So like, the way you spoke about her like she was the bestest oh, no. long lost friend you'd no, ever had. She was had. my long lost friend. We were best mates for like the year that we lived on the same place before her parents. <laughs> the year that we lived. That's right. She had to get out in a hurry, didn't you? No, she, they did. We moved, we moved across the country and they left. They left, which so was all of a sudden an uprising or something. Something, there. Yeah. some kind of terrorist attack. Who knows? Saudi Arabia, it's bloody scary. I was talking to someone who did the workshop today. His sister was living in Riyadh, which is the capital there. And when she was in, she said, oh, yeah, it was an airstrike today and stuff. He's like, She's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, yeah, no, it was a bit like that. Like, Yuck. You're like driving to a, like, you go to a um, shopping mall and you, there'd be like checkpoints along the way and they get the mirror and they go around the car, check for bombs. They're yeah. upskirting. Are you sitting in the car and they're doing... No, they're, that's their excuse to walk around with a mirror and upskirt. No, it was just, a, oh, yeah, this this place, this happened. It's like, but this is not casual. This is terrifying. I know. It's, it's a, we are so lucky. We are so lucky. We, I don't think any of us realise how lucky we are when, you know, we don't have to live in any of those areas, like parts of Africa which are under mm. warlords 
and you know the people just come and cut your legs off for no reason. Yeah, well, like, so, so, ha ha, she, he can't run anymore. Where I lived in Saudi, on like so the compound, so it's like a housing estate with like massive walls and barbed wire at the top with armed security guards at the front, like. You can't, like, and then right out, like, across the road, so down the road, because there was, like, mine and a bunch of other compounds, just directly across from our armed security guards is another guy sitting there with all his camouflage with this gigantic bloody machine gun thing that's ready to go if anyone comes down that street. Like, and so every do- every morning yeah, I would walk what... out to go to school and be presented with this giant big machine gun. He was there protecting his apples. <laughs> he was protecting his No, he was protecting his apples. He didn't want people taking his apples. <laughs> Protecting us, but I was just confronting things for a ten-year-old to see. Oh yeah, see, I never had to. I, I don't know how I would cope with stuff like that when I was young. Mm. This little nothing scared the Christ out of me. Yeah, it was terrifying. Going, going on a holiday with my dad driving. <laughs> Seriously. Terrifying. And my, I was speaking to mum about this a little while ago, and she goes, "I'm glad it was not just me who felt the same thing." Dad, I don't think dad was. I can't remember Dad being in an accident. I reckon he caused a couple of thousand, but I don't think he was ever in them. But the amount of time, every time we went on holidays, he'd put this caravan on, which was way too big for his ability to drive. He never could pack the car and caravan right. So as soon as you got over 12 kilometres an hour, the thing started S-ing down the road. <laughs> and the only way to stop it doing this S-ing thing, like speed wobbles, was to accelerate. But what Dad do? Put the brakes on to make it works. Driving down is a place in Australia called the Kayama Pass and the Kayama Pass is a shortcut to come down the hill. So you can come down the hill which is about 300 kilometres to get down this hill slowly or you can go down the Kayama Pass which is one kilometre straight down. Oh, Dad in his old valiant push-button two-speed automatic <laughs> with a 400-tonne caravan behind and three kids and a mum, a wife, sorry, um, <laughs> decides and two dogs, decides, ah, let's go the quick way. And lost brakes halfway down. So the second half of the trip was without brakes. And make sure you're not push button automatic. You can't go down gears. That's right, he's pushing buttons, nothing's happening, it's just getting faster and faster. (laughs) That would be terrifying. It was very terrifying. Because back then there wasn't such a thing as a (laughs) seatbelt. And even better, we were all sleeping. It was a station wagon, so we were in the back area of a station wagon just laying in the open. <laughs> and we were going to go straight out the windscreen. And back then, they didn't have safety glass. What, so there wasn't any glass? No safety glass. It doesn't go into those little crystals that you could pick up and make rings out of. Oh, comes into things shards. That, shards which cut you to smithereens. <laughs> smithereens. He was so lucky that he was smart and decided to drive on the dirty upside and started to scrape the underside of the car on the ground to slow it down. Oh, my God. I know. And then next year we're going on another <laughs> caravan trip. Oh. So I made sure I did that Did that to my kids. Every freaking holiday I knew we were going to go camping and I was going to kill them. Oh, my God. The funniest, I'm going to finish on this because Beck can really relate to this. The funniest thing is, is we're in a, this amazing place which is up near Mount Beauty. Well, it's an area, the Snowy River, famous Snowy River in Australia, that system. And this beautiful river called the Kiwa River. It's this little stony river that goes into like holes that opens up and then little pebble areas you can walk across. Shri found some way of letting go of Neki and she went down the rapids. Oh, no. So you can imagine Shri chasing. <laughs> 
Nikki ended up just sitting on a little rock going, la, 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 and trees down in the rapid go, help, help, help. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I can picture it can so picture clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cherie, I love her. I miss her. Yeah, I have to, I have to marry her, but. <laughs> Bless her. She's amazing. Anyways. Anyways, we will catch you guys next week. That's if anybody's left. <laughs> we might have bored them to death. We're all gone. Yeah, we talked about, we spoke about grossness. So we'd maybe grossed them all out. Sorry. Let's do a competition. What? Let's outgross each episode the next step further no. until we get cancelled. No, I don't want to get cancelled. Can we do like food challenges? No. Uh, Live I'm... maggots? No, yuck, I'm not doing this. This isn't Fear Factor, this is our podcast. <laughs> I think, can people vote? <laughs> I know you. All right, what about things that we can pour on back? I know you're like butt buddies with Joe Rogan now, but we're not doing Fear Factor. <laughs> is he on Fear Factor? He used to be the host of Fear Factor. I know nothing about this guy. I know. I watched his comedian strip for the first time yeah, the other he's day. A, he's a great stand-up comic. He does UFC commentating. He I knew he did that. I've never and heard he used to him host do that. Fear Factor. I saw him in uh, Anthony Bourdain. There was a cooking show and he was there and they were going out killing shit with guns. He's, and he was one of the people there. He does I lots. didn't realise how short he was. He's very short. I he, thought he was going to be this big, friggin' macho no, G.I. Joe. No, he's very short. And he's very top-heavy. Yes. It's like his legs are about this big and the rest <laughs> is body. And his stand-up is very funny. No, I watched some of his stand-up the other night and I found it was very funny. Yes. Not quite Jim Jeffries, but very funny. Oh, Jim yeah, sorry, there's something, Jim Jeffries talks to my soul. He's everything, I just go, you can't say that, you can't say that, this is killing me inside, this is so freaking funny, I can't believe you just said that. He's the best. Which is, I like that in comedy. Yes. Anyway. Anyways, have a good week. We'll see you next week when we're back in Melbourne. Woo. What's with the baby voice? I don't know. Why do you keep turning on this baby voice? Is this I thing know. from your only, your, your, sorry, is this from swollen your swollen glands <laughs> page? Do people get you to talking baby talk on your swollen glands page? You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to make up a fake swollen glands page <laughs> and I tell everybody this is Beck's swollen glands page and I'm just going to take their money to try and, they're going to go on there and see, oh, there's nothing on here. I got your money. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, we should go. <laughs> we should go. Bye. See ya. Mm-hmm.